to me, that's the domestic life that would probably make me kill myself. Is if someone in the morning, we were there getting ready for work or whatever, and then someone goes, oh, did you put the bins out? And there's a panic. If there's ever a panic about putting the bins out, I think I'd say, I'm sorry, Margaret, I'm walking into the sea. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the Unexplained Legends. In 2017, the New York Times published videos of UFOs supposedly captured on camera by naval aviators. Three years later, these videos would be officially corroborated by the Pentagon. What were these objects? This week on Unexplained Legends, the Pentagon UFO videos. Do you know, I, I, uh, I was thinking of buying um, all the pieces to put together a guitar myself, talking about DIY. Why didn't I bring this up earlier? I don't know. Yeah. Wait, now is your chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was, uh, last night, I was having a nightmare that I couldn't get the pieces I want. Yeah. Uh, uh, how many pieces do you have to get? Uh, Go on, roughly. Like, if you had to give a good estimated guess. Oh, 17. Is that all? Yeah, 17 to 20, let's say. Oh, okay. That's not so bad, then. The neck... Well, actually, I won't just. <laughs> I won't how just, many? Um, how long would it take you to put together? Oh, if I if I had a bit of space in this in this apartment, probably like a, a weekend. Okay. But if I had you know a bit of space to myself, I'd say I could probably get it done in. Uh, could probably get it done in a day. Yeah. And what about the clean up afterwards? Then how long would that take? The what? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of. Unexplained Legends. I am Roger O'Sullivan, and with me, as always, is... Dennis Lane. Got to say my own name, got introduced, we're back in action. Listen, Dennis, I'm a very receptive partner. Are you? Yeah, very receptive partner. And I've been picking up... One, I've been watching Married at First Sight, and I've been taking the tips that they've been saying, and I've been trying to apply it to us. Okay. And... What's the top tip that you've been applying? Top tip... um, Keep it saucy. Keep it saucy. You yeah. have been wearing... We what? No, we can't do this again. Oh, I think, we cannot do this every episode. No, no. It wasn't keep it saucy. It was be receptive. Every sec, every second or third episode, we talk about one of us going around in a towel. Well, <laughs> that actually happened yesterday. That did happen. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Bad example. But, but I was wearing a t-shirt, so... You looked like David Beckham in his sarong era. Oh, thanks. That's the biggest compliment yeah, you could yeah. ever give me. The uh, <laughs> well, now now you're due a few insults. But the what I was going to say is, yeah, be receptive to your partner. Listen to their wants and needs. This is one of the big things. That, and I know that you've been complaining every time I've said your name, um, and uh, when we're introducing the fact that we are the unexplained legends. Oh, you did. Oh, I thought we got away with it. I thought we'd done it. You little snake. No, I, I recently got a private message from somebody saying, never stop doing that. A pri- from who? You always, I tell you something about I Roger, can't. right? No matter what argument you have with him, right? He always has a convenient person to back himself up. I'm like a politician. And you said it's a private message. So private message. I assume you can't reveal their identity. I can't tell you their identity. <laughs> no, you can't. No. No. Is it, if, if I got the message, would it come up on my phone as Roger phone number two? No. If you got, if you got the message, it would come up as unknown. What are we doing this week? This week, Dennis, we're covering... As he checks his notes. No, no, no. You have to have the title. Den- Dennis. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> okay. Let's redo it, but not actually edit it. What are we doing this week? This week, Dennis, we are doing the Pentagon UFO videos. Oh, nice. Okay. Don't Pentagon. Yeah. All right. I've now clued in that that's the building, the military place. Yes, yes, yes. Not a shape. This one, Dennis, very, very close to my heart. Mm -hmm. It might shock you. You might not believe this. But there was a time when I had given up on UFOs. <gasps> on December 16th, 2017, two videos were published by the New York Times. One being titled FLIR and the other being titled Gimbal. These videos purportedly showed encounters between naval aviators flying from the USS Nimitz 
and the USS Theodore Roosevelt, respectively, and unidentified flying objects being caught in their path. The release of these videos set the UFO community alight. Not only was it unusual for mainstream news outlets to cover these kinds of stories, but in addition to this, the supposed veracity of these videos, what with them being leaked military video recordings, fueled speculation in both the UFO community and the general public alike. <laughs> all right, Raj, bravo on all of that. Like, unbelievable. Great stuff. Um, Substance-wise, I don't think we've really got much from it, but, uh, like, in terms what's, of... What do you mean? In, in terms of proof. Like, there's... I, I know you're just, uh, like, a little bit of colour at the start, but, you know, it set the UFO community alight and stuff. I'm sure you could probably, if we went out there tonight and we somehow launched, like, a ball of tinfoil into the air... That would set the UFO community alight. So I don't, like, I suppose what I want to know is, like, who are the UFO community? People like me, Dennis. This set me alight. This is when I, they, I, I was out. And on December 16, 2017, just before my birthday, December 17th, they pulled me back in. Yeah. Do you, do you get what I mean, though? It's just in terms of, like, let's say if you rephrased it. Yeah. And it was like, and these recordings set a bunch of lunatics alight. Do you know the way it doesn't have like the same kind of thing? It's just that you're saying like encapsulating them all into the UFO community almost kind of almost gives them like the the feeling that they're like a scientific body. They are pretty much mm. in their own way. Yeah, what's their scientific method? Uh looking at the sky, they do a lot of that. Getting probed. Yeah, taking videos. Taking videos on old technology. All shaky. Are there UFO chasers like there are tornado chasers? But yeah, yeah, there are, yeah. There's some in the UK. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've watched documentaries. And where do they hang around? Mainly, actually, I think up up north. Up north. And um, I think there's a documentary where Robbie Williams hangs out with one of them for a while. Because he's obsessed with Did U- he do UFOs. a space song at some point? I think he might have. But he fully believes in UFOs and I think he's seen one. Do you know, I heard a conspiracy theory about um, angels mm. that that's actually like to do with ancient aliens. His song, like I'm loving angels instead. Oh, is it both? That's actually referring back to the Sumerians when the ancient aliens came down and had sex with them. That's not true, Dan. That is true. Is that true? Why are you saying it's not true? Because I, I don't believe you when you bring stuff like this to me. Uh, but these are just things that I think about sometimes. Okay, okay. Um, like, and I'm like, oh, I remember that. I think he did like, um, I think I was, it was like in a Smash Hits magazine I was reading before, huh. a couple of months ago. <laughs> the, uh, the old classic, the Smash Hit. you have to get rid of that someday. The- Do you know when I nearly had a fully fledged nervous breakdown? This is not one of my proudest moments. Okay, go on. But I really wanted to read magazines again because the screens were driving me insane. Yeah. So I subscribed to The New Yorker. Excellent. And I read quarter of one of them and then i got like an influx of new yorkers because i got you know a deal like oh, yeah yeah pay a pound and you get like 40 and they were just in my um they were in my wardrobe just building up as this pile of shame <laughs> i was like i hate this i hate all these new yorkers bad times bad times yeah did you end up using them for any like collages or anything fun like that or, or give them to a library no no i didn't give them to the library but the lettering in them is amazing mm. so like for ransom notes and stuff i was sending them off places that sounds good. I never got tracked down either, so they do work. That sounds very good. But the, now I have loads of magazines that have letters missing in them, and if they ever find them, well, <laughs> open shot case. The this this did set the UFO community alight, Dennis. I know that you were you were making fun of it, but think about I'm it. Not making fun of it. I'm you, just I'm just pointing out that you're making your case off of a lot of these phrases. Yeah, and I think yeah. we should point it out. Okay, well, let me explain that. What I mean by that is that this is like. The first time that this type of news outlet had covered, you know, a UFO video, one of these leaked UFO videos. Didn't like, they cover the Phoenix Lights? Yeah, but this is like the first time in nearly 20 years that they're just, they did, you know. That's a bit different though. The New York Times. So this is the way that they would have covered the Phoenix Lights. Strange Lights over Phoenix. Probably nothing, you know. This, What's that all about? This, they're like... These are videos of honest to god UFOs that are that were leaked from military equipment. That sure that can't be the same editor working in that job. N- no, I think that there's been a lot of what do they call that churn? 
Yeah, relay yeah, yeah. return. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they were they were saying they were putting it out there saying these are UFOs. Well, you know, in the sense, I'm going to refer to a UFO as an alien spaceship for this entire episode, right? And okay, yeah, have to yeah. Deal with that. Okay, but so they're saying these are bona fide UFOs. Yeah, Pro- like, yeah, like you're. Or you said you just said probably. No, I don't think I, I did. I think you did say probably. I don't think I did say probably. If I said probably, it wasn't my intention. It nearly came out. It was a reflection. It was just a reaction. I didn't mean to say probably. Okay, it's like a mini stroke. But yeah. Many, of course, remained skeptical in the press about these videos and echoed the age-old response of the footage being blurry fakes or misidentified camera artifacts blurry fakes must have that must drive you of all people insane blur, this is just a blurry fake it's such a it's such an annoying phrase the blurry fakes are misidentified camera artifacts that we were talking about these explanations satisfied many in the many ge- in the general public i know many in the general public how yeah. many how many is many in the general public because the general public is the entire population of the earth yeah 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 so <laughs> What? <laughs> so, like, general public is anyone, re- remove um, any civilian, right, is the general public. Okay, so, so that's re- still everyone. So, remove, like, military. Let's say there's 8 billion people on Earth. Mm-hmm. We're only really talking about 7.8 billion. Okay, all right, okay, yeah. No, yeah. sorry, I, I, I was mistaken. Yeah. And so, how many people out of that 7.8 billion, then, would you account for as being many? I would say... 50 to 70%. Right, if we're just uh, to talk brass tacks, mm. was it just like a couple of guys in a forum? No. And, and you were one of the people that posted No, no. This is genuinely what I would say. These news stories were huge. Like massive news stories at the time. Like I said, didn't just set the UFO community alight. You've got all these other news outlets. I think the BBC reported on this. All the all these other people reporting on this and saying like this is very unusual. The like they're they're saying we've sourced these videos. To us, they seem legitimate. But I understand this. But yeah. What I don't understand then is in like other episodes or even in this one, which I'm sure will go into the same territory, is that we're now saying that the mainstream media, which you call the lamestream media, lamestream media, is yeah. something that we should be looking at to legitimize um, UFO cases, but only if they say that it's true. But you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. mainstream media come out and say, this isn't true in their news, sh- we should also believe that, no? No. Oh, no. Okay. Because, that's, that's, that's where I was going wrong. Because that's counterintelligence. Okay. So this... This is just intelligence. Why not, you stupid bastard? This really, like, kind of set people off. Like, they were just like, this is, you know, this is bizarre. Like, this yeah. to get these kind of reports. The skeptics instantly started explaining how these videos were this isn't real this is what this is like you know oh it's actually a misidentification it's an error on like their systems or whatever you know it's like it's like news cycles so the first news cycle was oh my god there's this video and we can't explain it Mm -hmm. and then the next news cycle was like oh this guy believes he has an explanation for it and the explanation is like oh i think it's a bug that was in front of the camera and then people in that second news cycle you know, they go, oh, yeah, that's probably all it was. You're happy to accept any answer that's going to soothe your rational brain. Mm-hmm. But in the, at the same time, if they said it was aliens in the second news cycle, that would soothe your rational brain. It wouldn't. It wouldn't, Tennis. Why? It would, it would set me alight. Set you alight. You'd yeah. be mad. Couldn't get to sleep. So these explanations, like I said, satisfied many. Until, that is. Also, a lot of people said that the videos were fake. Well, I'm going to pull back a tiny bit, as I like to do in in podcasts, right, just to be fair. I do believe that a lot of these videos that are captured are, at the very least, military aircraft that they're not bringing out to the public yet. So, like, I I will go as far with that. Do I believe that some of these are alien spaceships? You'll be surprised to know. I wouldn't be Mm. be opposed to it. Well, the skeptics were happy with their explanations. Until that is... The Pentagon made an official statement regarding the videos in September 2019. Oh, fuck. In the Pentagon statement, they confirmed that these three videos were indeed legitimate videos captured by naval aviators and were being used in order to analyse a, and this is in quotation marks, a larger issue of an increased 
number of training range incursions by unidentified aerial phenomena in the recent years. This announcement marked a landmark moment in the UFO community history as the Pentagon had never officially acknowledged leaked videos in this manner before. Going... Oh, sorry. Go you know, I just have a couple of things. Where yeah. I know some of these might verge into theories and stuff. All right. Okay, one, China, mm. right? China, that's my... I think they're involved. Yeah. Right? Two, I can't really remember what it was you were saying before in previous episodes, but you might refresh me. Is this part of their thing where they're now getting us used to the upcoming alien invasion? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like, maybe this is a watershed moment where they've gone from, you know, denying it. Now they're on to stage two where they're like, here, look, we don't know what this is. Stage three, Mars attacks. They're coming down, blowing people's heads off. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, it, it does follow that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Put a, pin, put a pin in that. Does that mean put a pin in it because it, it's coming up or because it's uh, you want me to forget about it because it, it, go, it flies in the face of a theory you have? <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, we'll bring that up. Okay. We'll bring that up. My pins never come back up. They do. They do sometimes. I a bunch of pins. All that happens is at the end of the episode, we look down and we just see the pins everywhere and go, oh, God. <laughs> Sweep those into the pin. <laughs> uh, so, additionally, right, the, the, the Pentagon would actually go as far as releasing their own official versions of these videos. That were leaked and given to those press outlets. Additionally, they would later go on to release another video in 2021, taken by naval personnel aboard the USS Russell in 2019. The UFO community was shocked by the Pentagon's behaviour, given that at least one of these videos discussed had been circulating on UFO forums since 2007. And they're coming out now saying that they don't know what that is. This footage, UFO people that had seen this on these forums had never believed that it would be officially confirmed as genuine footage. But now, after years of people saying, that's fake, that's nonsense, like, oh, that's silly, like, it's a, it's a really well done fake. What, why, do you, why do you think they came out and said that about a, an old video? What, they, they acknowledged it? Yeah. I think, I honestly think it was being covered by the mainstream press and people having all these questions about it. And they just said, yeah, it's just interesting, though. It's like, why, why, what's their angle on that? What, what good would that do them? Like, other than fuel even more speculation? Maybe. So here's, here's my take on it. A lot of the videos released, you know, they're, they're kind of slightly older videos. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're close to being declassified anyway. Okay. So they're just getting, they're getting out ahead of the news. Get, yeah, getting out ahead of it. But another theory... Right, which we might get into this later or we might not. We might actually not bump up against it. But obviously, people in the UFO community, as much as you might might not believe it, they're also deeply sceptical people. And like you said, they'd have questions of like, what, what, you know, why are they leaking this information or bringing out this information? And the most rational explanation I've seen of it is that there are people within the Pentagon that, if you're not going into like the PSYOP territory and mm-hmm. stuff that we'll touch on later, there are people within the Pentagon that have seen these things and they're scared of these things or they believe they should be investigated. And, you know, it's like any other bureaucracy. They want funding and approval. To- oh, so it's like a budget reason. Yeah. So, so they're saying, here we go... Like, this is kind of them lobbying congressmen and stuff because they're getting it out there. The congressmen and women are getting, like, uh, like their constituents are going, hey, what are these things? And they're going back then. That's all, that's that's always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. So that's really good. Yeah, so... so like, maybe, maybe they were. Maybe they maybe they were getting cut. Maybe they got a meeting, they are getting cut, they leaked this, and now they get a budget again. So think about it this way. These videos leaked, like, leaked much earlier, but these videos in the mainstream press in, like, 20, 2016, 2017, or... Uh, or sorry, 2017, 2018, uh, in the press, being talked about everywhere. It takes a year to negotiate within the Pentagon to say, well, they're already out there. You know, let us confirm them. Mm. Uh, because they want approval to research these more. I have, I have another theory to tack onto that. Go on, yeah. Listen to this one, right? And I think this could be true. Back in the day. <laughs> I would hope you, you would. In the, the 80s and 90s, yeah. right? Uh, well, actually, even further back, 70s, 80s, 90s, right? You had people in positions of power that were just like, there's no such thing as UFOs. Get out of here. Whatever, right? 
Then at the end of the eighties and the nineties, like we have things like you know a lot of sci-fi kicking off, mm. right? We've got X Files coming out here, you know, and it's more alien based than it used to be in let's say the sixties, which was all about like space exploration. Yeah, and now it's like pure aliens, UFOs, and all that. The people who grow up with that might now be in positions of power mm. in the Pentagon, where it's now like. They're actually more encu- they're more encouraging. They want to, yeah, yeah, they want yeah. to actually find out these things. I've seen enough, Mulder. Let's go. Yeah, okay. But somewhere out there, something is watching us. There are alien forces acting in ways we can't perceive. Are we alone in the universe? Impossible. When you consider the wonders that exist all around us. Voodoo priests of Haiti. The Tibetan numerologists of Appalachia. The unsolved mysteries of unsolved mysteries. The truth is out there. So to continue with this uncharacteristic candor, the U.S. Office of Director of National Intelligence, or the ODNI. I preferred the English office. The ODNI would go on to release a preliminary report on UAP activity. So that's the other thing, right? Unidentified alien. Aerial. Aerial. Phenomenon. Oh, never would have guessed that third one. So the UFO term? That's gone within within the the US like military and mm-hmm. structures because that's dead weight again. But how can you go forward and look for budgets for things if you mention UFO? So then they mention UAP to make it more palatable. I'll tell you this definitively: that's being confirmed as to why it was changed. Mm, yeah, that's that's very interesting. U- UFO was a term that kind of came out of. The or it, it it predated this, but the Operation Blue Book, which we'll do an episode on at some mm-hmm. stage, that was like an attempt in the fifties to figure out what all of the UFOs, like all of these UFO incidents that people were um, interacting with, to figure out what was going on there. Was it Russian technology or whatever? That's the that is the report that popularized use people using stuff like swamp gas and ball lightning to. Um, to account for these strange occurrences, the the guy who made that report later, years later, rec- recanted like his uh, his work and th- said that he he did believe in UFOs. But we'll do an episode on that someday, okay. right? But after that, the term UFO that was dead from a yeah, uh, yeah, budgetary totally point. So UAP was just a slightly, you know, massage term. Mm-hmm. Imagine this coming across your desk. We want funding. Imagine what? <laughs> they shut up. Imagine this, right? We want funding because we think UFOs are a military concern or like a, a threat. Yeah, a military to this threat. country, and yeah. obviously we're talking with the US. Yeah, as always. So you get some like fat cat congressman reading that, and he goes, "What UFOs? Like that X Files thing?" And he just goes, "Fuck that!" Right? Yeah. Imagine this coming across. Stupid congressman opens up the thing. We want money to research unidentified aerial phenomenon, which we believe may be a threat mm. to... They should have called it UATs. UATs. Unidentified aerial threats. Like, I'm not even making a joke. I guess that the reason why you wouldn't do that is that you're trying to get money to confirm if they're threats, I guess. Oh, so <laughs> that's really annoying. Like, as in, that probably is true. Yeah, yeah. They, like, they're just like, no. Well, like, if you already know it's a threat. Yeah. So we know it exists, but we want to look at, at what. I, I guarantee you, when they say it to the congressperson, they go, hey, you know, we got we to gotta go after these things. And then they just go, I think it's China. So the, this preliminary report on UAP activity witnessed by U.S. Navy personnel for the last 20 years was released. And despite the report remaining inconclusive, stating that, right, and this is all in quotation marks, due to a lack of sufficient data to determine the nature of mysterious flying objects observed by military pilots, including whether they are advanced earthly technologies, atmospherics, or of an extraterrestrial nature. So that's why they... They said it's... In, so basically it's insufficient data. So yeah. does that mean insufficient evidence? Yes. To confirm okay. which one of those but is. But also not enough to deny it. Yeah. And it yeah. did acknowledge that in most cases that they analyzed, they could rule out the possibility of false sensor readings. 
and confirmed that the objects witnessed by the pilots exhibited bizarre flight characteristics such as breaking the sound barrier without producing sonic boom, pulling off manoeuvres not currently replicable by Navy aircrafts, or implausibly long flight duration, and finally, the ability to submerge themselves in water. This sounds very like Foo Fighters, that episode we did as well, where they were following like Navy aircraft during World War II, or yeah. just aircraft. Yeah, so this, this is something actually that I don't think I've brought up on a previous episode. A lot of UFO activity. UAP, I guess, if you're... Will we, do you want to start calling it UAPs? Because we can get a bigger budget then. Uh, People won't know what it is, and they'll think we're saying OAPs. The dragons are always looking for great money-making inventions. But will they think Roger's business idea is worth an investment of £85,000? Hello, dragons. My idea is that we start calling UFOs UAPs, so that people think we're talking about OAPs, and they accidentally give us more funding. I'm actually going to make you an offer, because I like the product, but I want 20%. Yeah, sure, I'll give you 20% of uh, Dennis's share of the podcast. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Terrific. Well done. Good decision, Roger. Well done. Well done. But a lot of modern UAP, UFO activity happens over the water. And there is a belief in some sections of the UFO community. As technology develops... You know, in, in the West and stuff, you know, cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people being able to share stuff much more, people being more aware of UFOs and stuff. That UFOs, uh, whatever they are, have almost all moved to the ocean. Oh, because there's no one out there with a phone on a boat. Yeah, so that they can try and observe while being. I'm surprised more cargo shipping don't have videos or encounters with UFOs. Well, they're very, very far out, and they're not necessarily in... Shipping lanes. Yeah. So th- so specifically, if you think about it this way, the reason why these military craft are here is because these are specifically areas where they can do military exercises, etc., that aren't going to interact with any, uh, any other form of ship. Mm. Unless you've, like, I don't know, uh, a monk coming across in like a little my my theory would be that in some way the alien technology has to use water to propel itself and it can only like it, it gets its charge off water because that they're from a water planet are you saying that like they're flying around in giant super soakers is that kind of what you're yeah that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> but you put it a lot more eloquently than i ever could did you have a super soaker? Oh, this pains me, man. This pains me. Uh, it wasn't the traditional, like, small one. Okay. It was, like, the arm cannon. Like, the thing was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got it too late. You know, I mm. got it just at the crescent of where, like, I'm not a child anymore. I thought you meant too late in the year, uh, season-wise. I probably did that, too, because I yeah. probably got a deal on it or something. We actually definitely got a deal on it, because I don't know how my, my parents would have bought me that. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I just got it like, you know, I probably would just wore my parents down and then, or maybe, you know what, I was probably working a job. That's probably why I got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember going into the pawn shop before and buying um uh, like a toy machine gun and coming out and going, God, they they really don't make these like they used to, like they used to be huge. And then I was like, no, you idiot, you were a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's both. We, I think that you're never too old to buy a toy, a toy gun. To be fair, yeah, you have a few of them. I've two, I've two here. Uh, growing up, my friend Luke, he had a toy gun that we bought once. He used to call it Gunny, and we just play like we just play with it as he was playing video games. Probably like seventeen, eighteen. Just pointed it. Did you ever have a Pelican? Did I tell you about this when uh, me and my friends shot a rap video? I d- definitely told you. You have a rap video. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, Roger. Wait, well, that's the Patreon goal. No, it's not. I've never seen that. Is it up on YouTube? The I I can't I can't comment. You've, but have you ever told me this before? I I must have. I must have. But we we shot it when we were eighteen. But I we needed a gun for it. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if it even is up anywhere uh, anymore. But we needed a gun for it, and only one of my friends drove. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cahill, shout out to Cahill. Most of the stuff was in Cahill's car. Because we just film it whenever we got a chance, like film another scene, this, that, or whatever. Except at one stage, Cahill just had a pellet gun just on his passenger seat mm-hmm. as he was stopped by the guards. 
and you know just you routine stop and they look over and there's just like a handgun <laughs> a handgun that i specifically bought because it looked more more realistic than all the yeah, other guns so it didn't have like the orange tip on it yeah i i don't think it did yeah or if it did we removed it yeah the thing that signals it's fake yeah and the the guard I'll, I'll probably get the details slightly wrong but i remember the the it's something like they stopped Cahill and they were just doing like a routine um driver license check or whatever and then they looked over at that and they go is that real and Carl just goes no that's fake and the guy just goes oh yeah thought so thought so and just let him off what just I mean, <laughs> the guard's got no gun on him yeah yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. the guard the guard, the guard's sweating <laughs> yeah. oh he's uh how oh, is that real wait <laughs> we, we have to track back just a tiny bit right no what, what was the rap about what oh. were you rapping? Did you rap a line in it? Like no, I didn't. You were just like a backup dancer. Uh, no, I was a producer. Were you in the video? No, I filmed it. You filmed it. Yeah. Okay. What? What were you rapping about? Like, what was your your life? What I can't. Was- I can't go into details about it for the sake of everyone's the, livelihood. The other people in the video. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not in the video, right? So what have you got to lose? I mean, I've little, you'll only win. Yeah, I've little to lose. But all these people listening to the podcast now. Oh, I'd say so they're sweating at home. We'll, we'll lose a lot of listeners. Can I just get one line from it? I can't tell you a single line from it. I must have shown it to you. If the, if the rappers are out there, right, listening to this, please, God, email us in the lyrics, unexplainedlegends at gmail.com. Right? I won't read out anything that's terrible, but like just something that's like the mat. I'll put a beat a to them. on a cat. Yeah, I'll put We'll a... remake it. <gasps> but Ronan... He was meant to be in it, but he was too busy with a girlfriend. Oh, typical. Yeah. So he... Don't let him in the treehouse ever again. So we had to cut him from it. And we had to just finish it with, with the rest of the lads. And at the end of the video, we jokingly put up a picture of him, like drunk <laughs> from Facebook. And when R.I.P. like Ronan the Barbarian, you know, you're, you're thugging in heaven now. So you've dabbed him in as well. Well, well, we put that in at the end, and this was watched by a lot of people in our oh my God. in our in our secondary school, and a rumor went around the secondary school that he was dead. <laughs> I thought you were dead. <laughs> no, I was just down here having a nap. Subsequent to the release and acknowledgement of these videos, Commander David Fravor of the USS Nimitz has stated publicly that he and another pilot, Alex Dietrich witnessed the object captured in the FLIR video and were shocked by its behaviour in person. He estimated that the object was roughly 40 feet long. Do you know what that is in metres? No. 12 metres. <laughs> oh, wow, man. Yeah. And was, able to, and was able to ascend and descend with incredible speed. When attempting to circle down to get a closer look at the object, it mirrored the behaviour of his... Craft. What do you call it? His, his movement? Yeah. What's flight his, path? His, yeah, yeah. It mirrored his, his flight path. And, and I'm guessing that the, the problem they have with most of these things is that, like, the, whatever it's called, like, the G-spot speed is too much. Like, they, like someone couldn't take the, that amount of Gs. Very good. Yeah, yeah. It, it like, moves ridiculously Like, that fast. would just turn a, a human into dust, basically. Yeah. After Fravor reported this behavior, a second wave of fighters were sent out to investigate the object. This wave was the wave that captured the now famous FLIR video, which is named because it was captured on forward-looking infrared, mm. which is, uh, was equipped to the, uh, to the planes. These stories invigorated many in the UFO community and made them believe once more that the truth was out there. Despite hopes for even more information to be released by the Pentagon, the well now appears to be dry. The full explanation of these videos to this day remains unexplained. I think it's interesting that we're covering a watershed moment in your thinking. The resurgence of Conspiracy Roger, basically, in 2017. Which is nice to be part of the history of that. And I I can understand why. I mean, they are confirming that we don't know what these are. And we're not... We're we're basically ruling out that they're errors of, uh, of like, video capture. Yeah, yeah. Which is very intriguing. Whether or not they're actually aliens or military aircraft, we'll have to see. Colonel, you better take a look at this radar. What is it, son? I don't know, sir. But it looks like a giant dick. Yeah. Take a look out of starboard. 
Oh my god, it looks like a huge Okay, so we'll go through we'll go through the theories, so Dennis. Hit me. Okay, I'll hit you with what I consider the most mainstream of the <laughs> of the one so far. Okay. First one. Lame- you mean lamestream is in most plausible and probably what's after happening? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I mean most boring. 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 Uh, <laughs> the first one is a foreign government is responsible for the crafts. Okay, foreign government, probably China, probably the only superpower out there that can do that, right? Yeah, yeah. But if, if we're saying that, then they've got seriously advanced. Yes. And how do they have seriously advanced technology, Roger? Oh, see, of course, see? it all comes around. Yeah, it, it's see, all- it's, your, your theory, though you may say it's boring, it doesn't have to be boring. You can you can say, well, maybe the old Chinese lads. I mean, they they've got such more. They've got a way bigger landmass than most people. Anyway, mm. there's way more <laughs> than me or you. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that kind of stuff. Um, there's way more of them. Mm. So there's probably going to be more alien encounters with them. And the aliens probably looking at them going, here, these are these boys are on the move. Like, these are the new up-and-comers. Yeah. And so they've got alien technology, Raj. That's why, that's why they're running rings around the USA. I've been set alight. I've been set alight by this. What other explanation can you have for it? I, of, of course. Well, here's, here's the thing is, let's say we're not saying UFOs helped them with this. We're just saying that they're in possession of this technology and they developed it themselves. Well, another one for you. I yeah. think it's a space race. In, in a sense, right? An alien okay. technology space race. Okay, two sci-fi movies. One, aliens in kind of a 2001 Space Odyssey kind of thing. They give a piece of technology to each superpower on Earth, basically. You know, they're kind of, they're a warring uh, race of aliens. And whoever unlocks the secrets behind that. Now, they're given different ones. They're not all the same. Mm-hmm. Whoever unlocks that first is going to become the, the power. Or else, a craft crashed. And China somehow, through espionage... Like, basically got some stuff out of Area 51, and they've unlocked the secrets before the US. I like that. They're better at reverse engineering. Mm-hmm. Do you know, this actually goes back to the fear of the Soviets getting um, getting a downed UFO during, like, the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Because the Soviets were unbelievable at reverse engineering. Yeah. Much more so than, uh, than the US. Because they- the US were making it. I assume, well, and the Russians were reverse engineering it. Well, I still think that's cool. They, they were. They, listen, listen, you said it. I did say, yeah, but they were also good at making stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, but you know, why were they so good at reverse engineering things? They were just very good at it. It was just, a, it was just like that was like their civ, their civilization skill. Someone it was just their pastime. They reverse really engineering. It. So there, so there was actually fear among like you know the UFO community back then that if the Soviet Union got a, a ufo and if america got a ufo the soviet union would uh, unlock the secrets of its technology far quicker than than the u.s because they're so good at it yeah yeah because they're so good at reverse well engineering. then i think we've got a pretty cool theory going here then so we're saying that the chinese were reverse engineering the, i think the chinese the are in possession of alien technology that okay. the u.s can't keep up with here's one problem with that though is that commander david fravor and other other individuals that have been involved in these incidents and have talked on them, they've said that this craft is so advanced. It's so advanced. <laughs> this craft is so advanced that it is unfeasible to believe that if a country was in possession of this, that they wouldn't just immediately, like, that's it, like, arms race over. Well, we're just taking over, as in like we oh, got like you. They're they're invading tomorrow. If they, if they have if they have one of these, like we have no idea what it is. We can't identify who it's from. It outmaneuvers every craft we have. Why isn't this just flying up and down America, like taking out all their? But know, in, the, all their in the same sense, why aren't the aliens just you know because their ass? because they they don't that they're not into that. They don't have the same kind of geopolitics going. But why on. are they here then? What they're, are they doing? They're here out of out of interest. Yeah, but I mean, if they've got that advanced alien technology, they probably don't even have to be here to do that. Well, I'll put it to you this way, Dennis, right? Go on, put it to me. Right. We used to use submarines. I hate these arguments, but go on. We I used to use... Like. Right, I'm sure we still do, but we... We, we, you, we do use submarines. Let me finish the sentence. We used to use submarines. The craft, not the sandwich. 
we used to use submarines as weapons of war. Mm-hmm. Right, we still do. But some of our most advanced submarines now are used for deep sea exploration. You probably have an octopus down there. An octopus going to his octopus friends. Like, this is beyond anything we've seen when, it, when a little submarine comes down. He goes, this is beyond anything we've seen. Are you that, saying the octopus is comparing submarines? Yeah, he's saying, he's saying this is crazy. Like, this must be... But this, the, the warring submarines never went down that far because this is a no, deep no, sea no, exploration he's, No, he's not comparing. He's comparing it with, like, a conch shell or something. Oh, okay. To their technology. Okay. And he's saying... And all his octopus friends, because they're very smart octopus, octopuses, he's saying... Octopuses. He's saying that... They're like they're they're like naysayers. They're octopus naysayers. Are saying stuff like, "Oh well, if they had that kind of advanced technology, yeah, why wouldn't they just have wiped all of us out?" Well, because they can't get anything off the octopuses. Exactly. Yeah, but they can take they can take the resources and just flatten the place. You know what I mean? What the, the like aliens? The, whatever the hell they want down there. Yeah. This is one of these like classic Roger LSD tangents where it's very hard to even kind of contemplate what you're talking about. I get it. But if, if like what I'm saying is if they viewed us as octopuses, right, mm. they would just annihilate the place. Like they just ignore us, you know, like and no. they come in, take the resources. But what the fuck are they doing? Why, why, are, we like the, why are we down with the octopuses? Is it a field trip? We, we're looking at the octopuses. Who said we're down the octopuses? We're down in the octopuses. Well, yeah, but the aliens in that... In that analogy, like the octopuses are us and the submarines are aliens. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm just backtracking yeah. back to that. Where, like, why the hell would we... Why would they come down here to just map the place? Like, is this some geography student from alien land? Is this just his project? Like, why are they doing Yeah, it? probably. Probably just a school trip. But why can't we try and even figure out why they're here? Why, why are UFO community people just so like, well, they're here. But like, fucking why? Why are they here? Because they're interested in us. But why? It could be could be religious, could be uh, could could be we could be a reality TV show for them. That's actually more believable. Yeah, that's just why they're here. They just want another season. So you're saying it's kind of like Octopus TV. Yeah. So they're building deep sea exploration submarines to go down and film octopuses in a sense. They're putting all that technology to go down and, and film octopuses running around. Yeah, and they're putting all that into seeing us. They're, so it, your theory is the reason that aliens are here on Earth is for a reality TV show? That's one of the potential theories, yeah. It's for entertainment purposes. Yikes. That's good. <laughs> it's hard to argue You're with that. You're have some trouble with people on forums after this one. Uh, yeah, that... that that's airtight you're going to your meeting next week and they're like Roger what the hell are you saying that's airtight man it's not airtight why is it not airtight it's leaking the submarine is leaking I don't think so I think it's, it's air- been crushed under the pressure that's of the just sea what- no there's other things maybe they're maybe they're just investigating us you know maybe so I actually think about it this way right think about it this way if you're ready to open your mind my mind is open okay they think about it this way the UFO so earth right <laughs> yeah earth to us it's huge no doubt yeah but it's getting smaller all the time okay not physically metaphorically and there's parts of earth that were completely untouched let's say even probably even 60 years ago completely untouched now we've encountered them we don't go there that often we don't necessarily constantly research those areas, but every now and again, uh, what do they call them? An, an anthropologist or something. Heads off. Yeah, is going off and just studies studies that that area, or you know, surveys it or whatever. Imagine you're an intergalactic UFO. All right, give me a right, second. A, a, give me a second. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're, you're there. It. You're there. Yeah, you're in I'm the there. space. Okay, now you're in a, you're an intergalactic alien spacefaring society. Our planet within your galaxy might be relative to us finding some jungle in Borneo. Mm-hmm. 
because it's it's trivial for them to it's relatively trivial for them to get to get here or to you know, explore the but edges so. i i get your point yeah. but then especially using the word trivial right if they are this advanced right and there's probably not biological beings inside in these spaceships right yeah. they're probably going to be like uploaded to the mainframe right? mm. they're going to be ai super intelligence right yeah they won't care about us like they you don't they, know that they, they but like what they like they'll get it done in two seconds like you know like they would have got it done sixty years ago they'd take someone up to go do we need to use these guys for anything can we like harvest their organs or whatever you know like it, it just wouldn't be a thing they'd just blow the whole place apart they'd come in in a day and take away everything Dennis we study ants yeah we kill ants yeah well but but I think I think there's even a bigger gap if if a society or an alien technology is doing that like if they're if they're honestly like AI intelligence they're they're just like we need this and we need that and we don't care about anything else okay that's that's my opinion okay that's, that's opinion. fine it's the, crazy might be yeah, crazy yeah I don't know well we're short on time so that okay. that'll be enough of that opinion <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll, we'll have to run through these other ones I care more about okay. the uh, the next one psyop Psyop, always. Psyop. Psyop. We touched on that earlier on. Yeah. Pin's so coming back. The pin, taking that pin out there. Psyop, yeah. This is just the government trying to get us on edge. Yeah. They're trying to spook us out. Try, trying to just make us worried again about, about an external threat. I don't mean to be too interested or ask too many questions. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. you hate that. Yeah. But is there, <laughs> is there any reason they're doing that? Yeah. Just to keep us at bay, have an enemy out there, know that the Cold War is over. Distract. Distract yeah confuse yes separate yes exactly yeah so that's what they're trying to do yeah. they're trying to make us think the minute we're we're about to organize you know we're about to uh we we've just realized that we have nothing to lose but our chains mm-hmm. zombie then, capitalism and then one person goes hey what did you hear did you hear about the ufo and enough people go well, what ufos yeah. really american flags start going up flag yeah. poles. Da, 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 da. oh that that's the it's so like that thing I saw during the week and uh, there was like, a, you know, obviously the horrible hurricane, so many people displaced, it was terrible. And then some poor old soul, even though I'm fairly sure it was a good troll, but he just said, you know, America will stand together and we will fight nature and we will defeat it. Proud American. And, it's, and then someone underneath it goes, please God, no, you won't defeat nature. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they'll defeat nature. <laughs> well, they didn't do a great job of it. No, no. I think, I think they sorely lost that one, unfortunately. So the psyop thing we've see, seen we've seen this before. Yeah, old hat at this yeah, stage. Yeah, old hat. This next one, I think I've touched on the podcast. This ties into the last theory, so mm. we can combine these two. But this is my favorite. That this is tied up in the idea of something called disclosure, which is that the U.S. government have known about aliens and UFOs for probably at this point, you know, the best part of eighty years. Mm-hmm. if not more they are even in some versions of this theory they are um in cahoots you know it would actually be a cool little big brain thing to come in yeah would be to tell us when the f- the exact like first recorded ufo event was like wh- what's the actual well i can tell you now that that's that will be disputed but i can i can probably find the first one investigated yeah, by the u.s cool. big brain here one of the earliest high-profile UFO sightings to be seen in the U.S. happened in 1947, when a pilot called Kenneth Arnold claimed to see a group of nine high-speed flying objects near Mount Rainer in Washington. Later in the same year, the Roswell UFO incident would occur, and the next year, the U.S. government would launch Project Blue Book in order to investigate this optic in UFO activity. We should probably do episodes on most of those things. Stay tuned. So disclosure is this idea that this is like eking out tiny bits of information to get you or I accommodated to the idea that UFOs exist. They're out there and we're going to be seeing more of them Mm -hmm. as we go on. So that's that's like what these are. But is the idea of disclosure to kind of give us, like drip feed us the kind of the concept that yes, there are aliens and get us used to it for when they finally reveal it? Yes. But why is it taking them so long? It's taking them 80 years. Well, one, there is bureaucracy tied up in this. Mm-hmm. Some people are probably pro-disclosure, some people aren't. But two, 
that's just how, uh, what would you psychically um, traumatic it might be to most people on Earth. To, to be aware of this. But they've done a pretty ham job of it at this stage because they've basically put it into the fringes. Like, So if you believe in UFOs and stuff like that, you know, you are kind of labelled a, a bit of a mentaler. Like. So, you know, it's, it's not... They're not doing a great job of it. Like, No, but maybe, maybe at one point they were, they were edging towards it and they thought, yeah, we'll do this. And then JFK got shot. Yeah, and they pulled back hard. And now they're getting back up there to... They're like, well, it's going to be... It's unreasonable at this point. We have to start acknowledging it again. I'd, I have a great conspiracy theory, which I can't mention on the podcast, but was based around the idea of disclosure and the... Um, You're such the, a conspiracy and, tease. And the pandemic and stuff. I think I told you about it before. Um, I, I wonder then, is there kind of maybe two branches, as you like, in yeah. like, let's say, the Pentagon circles, where one of them is, you know, putting out in the media and culture that anyone involved in any sort of UFO incident is, you know, for want for a better word, an idiot, right. um, a bit crazy, you know, and you, they're not to be believed. You know, you see it in movies, like you see it in like even Discovery Channel stuff. Even this podcast sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. right? So then do you think that that's the... Do you think there's two branches kind of fighting against each other and now you're saying that disclosure is winning out? Because you probably see it less and less in media that, you know, they're crazy. Yeah, I think, I think that, that, is, um, that that's a possibility, definitely. That mm-hmm. like, like with anything, there are people who are going to be caught up with their silly bureaucratic you know, fights, office mm-hmm. politics, all this stuff. So there's, there's some people that are probably just like... No, I don't think I don't think disclosure will be good for my department. You know, my my department is completely about covering this stuff up. And, and to be honest, you're probably right again. Like you can probably explain away a lot of this with budgetary reasons because they'll have to create an entire new department, mm. like the disclosure department. And like it's probably not that very many people if that is there now working there. And where's the budget going to come from? Yeah. I forgot to tell you this. Did you see during the week that there was um, one of the government organizations in the US that a little UFO appeared on their official insignia? No. Yeah. So it's like the, let's say, the air sky defense or whatever. And they have like, let's say, drones. They have some planes in it and they have whatever. And then in their internal like websites, um, a little UFO appeared in it. And then 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 it got rid of it. Well, hey, listen. If there, how you only brought the, that up to me now? I kept for, I kept remembering it and then kept forgetting it. That is well. It's, just, just have a little look. You can you can look it up. It's worth it. So what's it? What's it called? Um, just put up like you, you genuinely like UFO appears on government insignia or badge or something. What the hell? You won't believe it. The apart the department. It's NIM Aviation, but you'll never guess who it's under. U.S. Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the the ODNI. Wow. I mentioned earlier. This is a bit freaky. It all ties in, Dennis. So, but they're feeding me this information. So That's this what's... logo, this logo is imagine so a circle. Okay, gotcha. Circle, and and or it will say a donut or tire shape, and then around the outside is Office of the Department of National Intelligence and NIM Aviation. If I can stop hitting my microphone. Then within that is a map of North America. Standard. It has these four stripes uh, of different colors, black, blue, uh, burgundy, and gray. Four stripes with arrows on, on the end following behind these vehicles. The vehicles appear to be some sort of commercial airliner, some kind of uh, naval jet, a drone, and then something that looks like a, a triangle, uh, like a, a stealth bomber maybe or something. And then just off in the corner is your standard, honest to God, UFO. Mm-hmm. What the hell? And do you notice anything significant about this to feed back into what we've been talking about for the last hour? Is you can see that the aircraft, the standard like Earth aircraft, have definite trajectories of you know flight paths they're they're traveling in a line ufo doesn't have that off to the side yeah but you see like it can maneuver in ways that those Mm. planes can't it's another little hint to you 
That, wait, this sounds like we're making this up. No, no, this, this is, is completely yeah, true. We need true. to put this one up on Instagram, definitely. The uh, I've got stop calling it the Instagram. As I've well. got I've gotten better at that. I put up the. No, you did. I saw. So th- there we go. Disclosure, and then that ties into the last one, which is they're just UFOs. They're just UFOs, which the, we've discussed heartily yeah. for the whole thing. Yeah, I love I love this. I really like this. I, I can't wait to see the videos. Are you ready for the video? This this episode is going to be slightly longer than I anticipated as well. Here are. The videos. This first one I'm going to show you is Gimbal, I'm pretty sure. Wow, that's impressive. That's actually really cool. That's traveling in a way that it looks like it's like, C- like C- you know, bad CGI or something. Yeah, yeah. Because it just doesn't make sense when your eyes are looking at it. Whoa, it made some, it looks like, um, that looks like a Batman craft. Oh, like a... It nearly looks like a bat signal, but like it looks like something that Batman would fly around in. <laughs> I don't want to add that in, that's not the fifth theory. It's not Batman. No? Okay. okay. Uh, it could be Batman, I don't know. The, this one's called Go Fast. This one is the least, I think, persuasive, but this one's called Go Fast. This reminds me very much of Flying Rod territory. Is that a pilot saying what the fuck is that? Yeah. Are these guys in like fighter jets? Yeah. They're very calm, aren't they? For like something that's traveling faster than they can. Yeah, they're... Uh, like, they're just really impressed with it, rather than like, oh, this thing might blow me to bits. They are... Uh, what I think what you're hearing there are the... What do they call them? Like, the military... Um, Houston. No, no, no. They are in the crafts, but they're like... They're like the operational officers for the... For the, the like, jet- targeting systems and stuff. Oh, what? So they're so, in the back? So, yeah, so they're not necessarily flying it. Mm-hmm. But they're... And then I think... This is the last one. This is Commander David Fravers. This is called um, the Tic Tac. People call this one. Okay, so I think the first one is probably the most impressive. The second one looked like the fastest. Fucking shut up. Fucking shut up, you fucking (laughs) of a thing. Thank you for listening. Sorry, sorry. Just the... um, I think the first one was the most convincing. The second one looked like it could be a very fast bird. But obviously, I'm sure that these people look at you are already like, "What do you mean a fast bird?" <laughs> but it had uh, it. It looked more, let's say, like stuff that I've seen. You know, like yeah. it, like as in, I would say you'd have a probably an easier time explaining that one away. The third one um, is kind of cool, I guess. It was uh, fairly stationary, but the first one is is fairly mind blowing. That actually is very cool. The I'm going to get you one more video now from the USS Russell. This one's slightly different. Because this is, um, what this is, is a video of a triangle. Um, This is taken from people on the USS. This is taken from people, by people on the USS Russell. 270, Oh, that's a proper triangle. Yeah. An equilateral triangle by the looks of it, maybe. It, is, it looks pretty equilateral. And considering we just saw a triangle on their insignia. Mm. That's amazing. It's so clearly defined as well. Yeah, so these... Well, isn't it strange though that there is a, it's a flat triangle from his point of view? Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's like he's looking directly almost under it all the time yeah yeah that's a strange like you know you're saying it could potentially be like a pyramid shape if you yeah don't yeah you know like i'm assuming that that's the bottom of it but like if it re if that really was the shape of the spacecraft at some point it would turn and it would just be a line yeah yeah or close to a line so my big question then dennis is we've we've gone through all the evidence i've shown you all the videos you were very impressed by the by the the gimbal one most that one as well though that one's actually shook me a little bit the triangle one that's yeah. very cool because you can hear the guy as well mm-hmm. and these are all released by the pentagon so yeah. there it's not that's not fake like that was the pentagon said yes this is real I, I can categorically say at the end of this episode that i have no explanation for at least two of those videos 
Excellent. This is a big win for you. Excellent. Somehow. So well so that one that one is so gimbal you thought good. Gimbal great. Go fast you thought might be some kind of just fast bird. Yeah. A f- bird that can go like Mach 5 or something. Yeah. Who we haven't found. Fair, fair enough if it's going that fast. Yeah. Um, but it, as you said before, like there's things that we never discovered before and now we just discovered the fastest bird in yeah, yeah, the galaxy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Tic Tac, you thought a little Not for me. But yeah. The reason why that one's impressive though, keep in mind, is that that was confirming David Fravor's eyewitness account. Mm-hmm. So he saw that, and they sent somebody. They sent somebody else out, and they were able to actually see the uh, cool. the footage. And then the USS Russell, uh, that one I just showed you there, which was released later. I think that was released in twenty twenty one. That one really spooked you. So they need to put like telescopes on these boats and stuff because I wish they could get closer to these things. What what's the distance? Do they think these things are like? Let's say in that triangle video, it just looks. Like, uh, you know, we're looking at a YouTube video. It yeah. looks like a, I don't know, like, how big does it look? Like a a, a teeny triangle. That's yeah. what it looks like. But it could be massive, you're yeah, saying. Like. But it could be absolutely huge, but I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I don't, I'm afraid I don't have an answer to it. Uh, why, as much as you were naysaying earlier, why this did set the UFO community alight. Yeah, 100%. And why it reinvigorated, reinvigorated my... Oh, Raj, UFO my 2.0. Lost, you went from UFOs to UAPs. I went from UF UF knows to UF O's. <laughs> Thank you for finding it. In. And as always, please give us a five star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. And above all, go and tell your friends to come and listen to this podcast as well. And then we can all have a big party like it's Sesame Street.